Welcome to Tim and Joel Call It in the Ring. How are you doing, Joel? Uh, apparently a lot more energetic and better than you are. No, no, no. That was pra- I practiced. We have I haven't ever done like a you know a sane person intro, so I tried really hard and I, I think I nailed it. <laughs> Let me give you uh, some feedback if you oh, wouldn't okay. mind. Okay, that's fine. I'll take the notes. I hated it. Uh, I think uh, I think you're much better when you're zany. I think you're much uh, much more adept to going a little ham. And I think that uh, when you have the opportunity to lose your mind, you are a much more prepared and talented individual who does the shtick. Free your mind and the rest will follow, right? There's so much cat hair in my microphone. I am, uh, what a happy Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Tis the season. Uh, and it's also the season for you guys to leave us a thumbs up here on this video and also a comment if you're watching after the fact. You know what? If you're new here, subscribe to the channel. Say hi. We'd love to see you. We got some plans for 2022. Tim, I might even purge our Twitter account. Not like fully purge it, but like, you know, get the people that matter in our in our little Twitter bubble. Got to curate that following. Otherwise, it's nothing but poison. That's right. But you don't have to curate our Discord channel. You can come and join us for free. There's a link in the description of the video and all the videos that we post here at TimAndJoelPod.com. Tim, there is so much going on in the world of wrestling that I'm completely lying to you. And there was just a lot of wrestling this last part of the week. Yeah, there's a lot of like in the ring wrestling, which is good. It's just it's I don't know. I... (laughs) As you get older, the novelty kind of wears off and like, I'm not seeing anything I haven't seen a thousand times before. And like, you know, people will disagree with me, but I like, I'm telling you, I've seen it all before. (laughs) It's funny because leading into this episode, I was thinking to myself, you and I are story people. We like to talk about the stories, we like to talk about what's going on in inside the ring and on the microphone, less about the, the story within a match. And I was like, how are we going to approach this week knowing there was a 60-minute wrestling match and even SmackDown opened with a almost 20-minute women's tag match. Again, yeah. really good matches. Yeah, they were really solid. Good. Like, very yeah. solid in-ring action this this week. It's just, I don't know, paired with the fact that... Well, here, I'll, I'll give you some, some insight on some of the low-energy vibes. I was supposed to go to a party last night. And the first thing I read in the morning was about a dead baby from oh, COVID-19 from COVID-19, who was the exact same age as my baby. And I was like, I can't go to that, but I can't go to the party. Dude, that's that's awful. <laughs> so and with that, Greektown Wrestling, our local, uh, had to cancel their event because of all the COVID stuff. So it's just like, I don't know, like what I re- when I really enjoy in-ring wrestling, it's it's just the indies. Like, I really enjoy being you know close to the ring at indie events and pretty much exclusively that like if i'm watching wrestling on tv again i've seen kind of everything and i haven't watched like for you know i didn't watch for 35 years or anything like that but like i i have watched enough wrestling that nothing feels like fresh in the ring so i'm like yeah there's some cool moments but like i don't think any of them really like blew my mind this week so it was just like yeah it's, it's in ring wrestling but the stories help make me like invest a little bit more into the in-ring action. And I don't, I don't really think any of them are there right now. So. Yeah, I can understand that feeling. And, you know, talking about Indies and not running, I was supposed to head over to Greek town wrestling on Thursday next week. And I was told, you know, Wednesday this past week that, Hey, you're going to go, you're going to do some stuff for, for fightful and, you know, and hang out with y'all. And I was like, that's awesome. I'm super stoked. Going to go talk to a bunch of wrestlers and, you know, meet some people, blah, blah, blah. And then literally like a day later, they canceled the show because cases are up. And I'm like, that's a bummer, man. Like I, this was my first opportunity, not only to go to my local, which hasn't run in 18 months, but it was also that my first opportunity to go see a wrestling show in my city in a while. I was just, it was kind of a downer. It just, the holidays are weird for wrestling because we're all like, winding down i see a lot of people are doing their like best of and we're i'm sitting there like it's still the middle of december yeah so i don't i, don't. It feels I weird also to me, like but i get why yeah it's gonna be tough for me to think of best of because like i honestly 
it's like wrestling in wrestling out like i don't retain that much of this through the year like <laughs> it's fair this this type of entertainment doesn't it doesn't stick with me like there aren't like i don't know it's just not hitting so hard that it's like i'll never forget that like yeah. you know I, and i think back and i can't even remember if it was this year or last year because the years are such a mess when did kevin owens wrestle roman reigns in that last man standing match that was the rumble 2021 Okay, there you go. Still technically this year, so I'll take it. That was good. <laughs> that I remember counts. that. That stuck with me. There you go. Roman and Cesaro was another good match. I, I feel like there's going to be a lot yeah. of Roman matches. <laughs> See, I don't know. I forget it. Like it's just it's it, it's a wrestling in, wrestling out. There's so much of it that like I can't savor it. There's no and again the pay per views aren't built that way anymore. I feel yeah. and it, that that part is disappointing to me because they're not. There's nothing grand. It's just an, it's some more content on the pile of content. And I think another thing that's a little strange this year, trying to put together any best ofs is that we didn't get our fans back until July, at least in the case of WWE, you know, it was may for double or not double or nothing for, um, yeah, no, it was double or nothing for AEW. They had it at uh, a daily's place outdoors. So like that's, and they had some people at daily's place throughout 2021, but like when fans really came back, it was around, you know, the summertime it was around May, June. So for that first half of the year, it's really tough to, to name any matches that were really good because you didn't have the fan interaction. You didn't have the same hype that's come across on TV because first of all, in WWE's case, anything that was Thunderdome purged from memory they ain't <laughs> oh, yeah? showing any thunderdome footage if they can help it oh and with God. aew stuff that's gone on since they went back to the road has been a little more a little bit more poignant to their storytelling uh compared to when they were running at daily's place exclusively yeah yeah i i, I just I, I, so that's kind of why i'm in like a little bit of a funk it's because just this this covid stuff man it's really really wearing on me it is. Uh, listen, man, the best we can tell people, wear your masks. If you can, get your vaccines. Just do do the do the right yeah. thing for the people around you. Do what you need to do to be safe, especially around the holiday seasons. Uh, it, it's, it's tough also, you know, talking about mental health and the holiday season. Not everyone has uh, who or what to do or go to during the time. Um, reach out to your friends. They will absolutely, you lean on them like they lean on you. And, uh, you know, our DMs are open. At least I know mine are. I'm not going to speak for you, Tim. But, uh, you know, if you need a shoulder, then we got we got a place for y'all. So with that, let's talk about some wrestling. Hello to yeah. the chat. How are you doing? We hope you're doing well. And uh, let's get into it. We want to talk about uh, let's talk about SmackDown first. Whoa. I know. OK. Yeah. There you go. OK. Yeah. We got boosters in the chat. I'm going to get my booster soon. I'm on a wait list. Yeah. Um, I want to start with SmackDown because honestly, I think that there is a little more meat on Dynamite and Rampage for a little long-term talk. Whereas yeah. SmackDown, we're getting, well, listen, they taped this, the, the Christmas show as well. So I know where things are going. I'm not going to spoil anything because that's not what we do. Uh, but we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about SmackDown. How about that? Yeah. 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 Uh, so show opens. Sasha Banks, Tony Storm, the ticket on Charlotte Flair and Shotzi. Good to see Shotzi back. Uh, the tag team of Tony Storm and Sasha Banks looks to me like it might not be a one-off because they ran together uh, on house shows this weekend. This is an idea they might have. Who knows? Could be so a pitch. after after Tony Storm loses to Charlotte Flair, they'll get to. Uh, <laughs> They so yeah so basically end of that match was Tony Storm pinning Charlotte Flair out of nowhere after not being like super duper involved in the match, Tony Storm gets the pin on Charlotte. Once again, champions get pinned in WWE, and they announce next week on Christmas Day it is or Christmas Eve it's Tony Storm and Charlotte Flair for the women's championship. Uh, I don't know how, how did you feel about the match? How did you feel? How do you feel about moving forward with that title match next week instead of at day one? What are your thoughts? I don't understand why they refuse. Well, I guess TV ratings. I don't know what they they keep refusing to put championship matches on pay-per-views. They're spreading them out, but they're almost exclusively the women's championships, which is just like kind of a dig. Uh, Shotzi is there. It was good to see her there again, but like to what end? And I'm still kind of ruffled about the like her and Sasha, their their heel face dynamics don't make a damn bit of sense to me right now. So it is what it is. 
But so, I mean, I guess the Sasha turn came because of the Shotzi turn. You can call yeah. it a double turn, but it wasn't because they presented Sasha as the face going into it. And then Shotzi was the one who turned. So it just cemented Sasha's. Uh, yeah. And like, like that turn. was that turn was in a match with Charlotte Flair. And now Shotzi's just like, OK, cool. I say I'll, I'll work with the better competitor. <laughs> I don't know what they're expecting. out of. This. She was just there because like, I don't know, she's a woman on the roster and they're like, yeah, give throw her on TV. Like there was the only positive thing that I can say about doing this tag match in this format is that Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair are extremely well known to the audience that watches WWE. Tony Storm and Shotzi are clearly not. This is an opportunity for both of them to maybe get a little bit more associated and and acquainted with the WWE audience as it is. And for that, I'm fine with it. I just I was expecting I think I was expecting a little bit more, but I wasn't surprised to see Tony pin Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, you know, the name of the game was elevate Tony in this. Um, give them twenty minutes was like the right call if we're if like that is the end goal to both give Shotzi and uh, and Tony Storm some face time. So they got it, and it was a decent match. Like it was good. Uh, I don't agree with people in the chat saying that you know Shotzi's been ruined. I think Shotzi just started. I think they screwed up with the Tegan and Knox, the Tegan Knox and Shotzi. Thing. Yeah, that like, was I, easy to just, say. There's just so much wasted time with stuff like this. Like they'll introduce characters and then it goes nowhere. So it's like, I don't know what to even pay attention to on the show anymore. Cause there's like between all of the advertisements, which my brain will shut off immediately. um, And all of the recap packages, which my brain will shut off because I have to watch all of these programs. Uh, Like there's just, it's tough for me to know what to, what to pay attention to. Um, And like, sometimes if a match is not doing it, I'm tuned out of that too. So like, it, it, it's a bummer like it would be easier if i knew that like oh the backstage segments matter but like sometimes they don't go anywhere or like they'll fire someone the week after so it didn't matter anyway and then they'll never speak of it again so yeah uh yeah i mean speaking of backstage they basically did the whole xavier woods has the crown and kofi kingston Which, is standing beside him and laughing and gyrating and then again he, i'll say yeah. like you know Love the new day. Love Xavier Woods. This whole shtick is boring. Like they've done the same thing where it's like, hey, okay. Well, like they're all in the back, just being buddy buddy, and it's just it's boring. Like it doesn't go anywhere. It's meaningless. Um, and then I we do have like, King Arthur. <laughs> That's about. Uh, it. We'll, we'll talk about that. Xavier saying, "I'm from Atlanta, therefore I'm going to win this match at day one." Love that. Very funny. Very silly. Meta. Uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> who knows? Maybe they're going to win. Maybe some. Uh, listen, Otis won in his hometown. Jeff Hardy won in his home state. Well, you know what, Jeff Hardy, but that's not important. Uh, people win at home. They just probably not those two. Um, this was hilarious. Viking Raiders, they enter the arena mm-hmm. and they go to commercial. They, yep. do a, they do a video package and then yep. they do an Italia interview and then yep. they do the raw rebound and then Mahal and Shanky make their entrance and then they go to commercial. So basically it's like Viking Raider entrance commercial video package, video package, uh, video package, like a video package backstage, video package, and then entrance and commercial. <laughs> what happened? What the hell happened? I'm for a six minute Viking Raider win. Yeah, against <laughs> uh, Shanky and Jinder Mahal. We call them, we're calling them Janky now. yeah well they're pretty janky yeah oh man yeah like again i think 15 dollars is about the right price to pay for any wwe television live event (laughs) yeah i understand that feeling like if that's what's gonna happen i get to see the the viking raiders i don't know like do they bring out a turkey leg and just eat for a bit is that that's a gimmick they could do while all the video package is there i guess they should do it on christmas day that's next time where turkey leg is perfectly okay Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Viking Raiders get the win. I like that they're at least going to build them a little bit moving forward. Maybe they'll be next to take on the Usos after they retain their titles at day one. That would be fine with me. At least I'm curious about that feud. I, yes. I would like to see it. Yeah. They will go and play basketball and maybe some some axe throwing. Maybe they'll do some. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's if the New Day wins because that's how Vince sees things. So <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. I'm, I don't. I do not want to talk about the Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin thing. Not oh, why? Yet. It was several segments. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It you was. And I it make was a, habit a of large not part. About it. 
It was a large part of SmackDown, like three segments. I think it was in total. I, I, I said last week, I said the, the, the answer to this whole like sword of the desk thing is that it's going to be Drew McIntyre walks up, pulls the sword out after someone couldn't do it. I thought it was going to be Adam Pierce because he left it in Pierce's desk. No, then we saw Mad Cat Moss and and uh, Happy Corbin walk away with it. And I was like, oh, they're just going to do it with them. It's the sword and the stone. It's a Disney product. They're just selling to Disney. Let's go. The the even the Mad Cat Moss like jokes. Like they're supposed to be bad, but they're like not even cl- like there's no cleverness to them whatsoever. They're just stupid. They're like what an asshole would say. And it's like, I get he's supposed to be a heel, but it's also like it's not entertaining. Like it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're some asshole. And th- the sword will never get used to stab anyone. Sadly, <laughs> I gave it a chance. And yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I very I, much I thought said. like every single week, the Mad Cat Moss thing could have been funny if there was at least some wit to his yep. douche like dad jokes. Sure. But there's nothing. It's just it's just cringy. What a moron thinks a joke is like. I normally don't like it when CM Punk chants start in the arena, especially now that Punk is back and working actively with AEW. Yeah. <laughs> this was one time where I'm like, nah, y'all deserve no, it. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Fully deserved it. Uh, and then, of course... <laughs> <laughs> McAfee was just like, I'm with this crowd. I want love. Like, not so much there, pal. It doesn't even sound close, buddy. It was just not, it was not good. It was not right. And now we're going to have to watch Drew versus Mad Cat Moss at day one. What are we doing? Instead That's of doing the, like that the, women's why title is, match. Why does, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why does this get the long play? <laughs> Like the Intercontinental Championship is probably going to be the one that's on the line in the pre-show at this rate. Again, we're not going to give spoilers, but it looks like the IC title will be involved. And then uh, the U.S. title on Raw this coming Monday is is friggin' uh, Dolph Ziggler gets the chance against Drew uh, against Damian Priest, which is what we expected. Yeah, yeah, because you know that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and so Fordor brings up a good point. That Battle Royal last week, we talked about this, and I agree. Moss and Corbin were really funny and really yeah. good. That was the, the that worked for the scenario, that worked for what they were doing. Whatever this was this week just did not land with anybody, it seems. Yeah. And like I said, like there's there's potential there. Like it's not a, 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 a an empty thing. Happy Corbin is like they need to dig deeper on that because it's like, ah, I want some money. Now I'm a happy guy and I wear patterned shirts and a bad hat like that's not a character you can you can dig deeper into that madcap moss can be one note like you just need to write better jokes how much do you think those hats retail i don't care i don't like here's the thing like knowing corbin and like i I don't know corbin but like knowing the character i don't know they're probably putting stupid hats on him where it's like ah you could probably just buy that hat like at any accessory store for 15 (laughs) dollars, but you're probably paying 300 just for the clout hot topic 30 dollars. sweet that's the right that's the right price to pay (laughs) Uh, Sami Zayn later on said that uh, he was robbed of his universal title, title opportunity. So then they're like, hey, uh, 12 man gauntlet, 12 days of Christmas next week. They taped it already. We're not going to spoil it, but it's a gauntlet. I'm fine with that. Uh, yeah, on Christmas yeah, Smackdown. Oh, it's a gauntlet. I thought it was another tournament. <laughs> no, it is a gauntlet. So it's going to be nice to fill two hours. Again, the logic of the it. gauntlet doesn't work. <laughs> in this type of one-on-one competition because it's silly like they need to do some sort of like they need to talk about who enters first and who enters last rather than just random draw that's like yeah i don't know there's too much luck it's just silly if they had a ranking system of any kind they could easily do exactly it's fine they're not going to instead if they do a backstage segment with a tumbler like kind of like the rumble would be, or if they just sure. do like a drawing straws thing in the back, just something sure. that like anything, sets up just anything. First. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's gotta be some talk of it. Otherwise it's just, you throw this on screen and it's, it's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, Ridge Holland versus Cesaro happened and Ridge Holland gets his win back 50, 50 booking at its finest. I yeah, don't remember the, what He doesn't happened. get his own music, but anyway, Congratulations to uh, Cesaro, whose theme music and his AR graphics are now completely relevant again because the Matrix movie comes out this week. Oh, boy. Naomi versus Shayna Baszler. That also happened in one minute. 
we had because we've already seen more. it so why bother doing it again it just doesn't work uh she's like i it's all i want for christmas is you sony deville and deville's like ah, if i'm wearing this suit i ain't fighting and then yeah and she's just like take it off and no answer it's like yeah well that's the anyway i don't hate the way this match went i know that a lot of people were like why is Shayna baszler getting uh getting ruined well again there was a bit of a ruined it was out of nowhere exactly the idea here is that she she reacted she got the pinfall it was a surprise victory Shayna didn't look stupid Shayna just looked like she got caught after catching naomi I, yeah, she's probably Naomi she, got, you know, got her comeuppance. Yeah, like Shane has won plenty of these. Like we've she's been through this for like over a month now. So she probably just got a little bit sloppy because she got a little bit comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. The chat's reminding us that Cesaro got beat up with a shillelagh because of course he did. <laughs> the most Irish thing Vince McMahon knows about. Because again, one does. note characters. The, oh, they have an accent. Yeah, exactly. Next up, Hornswoggle will be in their in their uh, their stable. Here we go. Oh, that'll be even so though good. again, Ridge Holland is English. <laughs> is he? I forget. Yes, he's not Irish. <laughs> That's right. He fought in the main streets of yeah, uh, and then they do Usos versus New Day again in a non-title again. match. Again, even though they did the match uh, two weeks ago, and then they're doing it again in two weeks from now. I don't know what I do love Woods and Kofi coming out on the throne, but you can very clearly see that there are people like dragging the throne and it's just, I don't know if we're supposed to see it, but it just looks bad. I I don't know. (laughs) Again, I thought he had big ideas and either they're not letting him do it or no. (laughs) New day win because of course they do got to win twice so that they can lose it day one. Yeah. And then, Reigns arrives. Reigns arrives at like 9.45 and I'm like, I want that. And I was like, well, that's the end of the show. We got this last segment and then this is going to take forever. So, and it did. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So the 12 Days of Christmas Gauntlet Battle Royal, uh, Gauntlet match, not Battle Royal, for the Intercontinental Championship shot includes Sheamus, Sammy, Eric, Ivar, Gulak, Mansoor, Cesaro, Ricochet, Jinder Mahal, Shanky, Umberto Carrillo, Angel Garza. So that is one tag team, two tag teams, three tag team and the rest so what is that they're just doing a gauntlet because they already did this match in a battle royal (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) oh very funny okay reigns comes out did you see the needle mover t-shirt what did you think no i didn't see it (laughs) i didn't see it at all i skipped all of it was it roman's entrance because i skipped it all yeah but he was still wearing that t-shirt the entire time in that promo I didn't even look at his chest. I was just looking at his face, apparently. <laughs> okay, well, that's cute. All right. So he's doing a Needle Mover t-shirt now, which I love. And I, I love even more that on the Needle Mover t-shirt, it has all the areas in which he moves the needle, but then also has stars with them. And they were in Chicago. So oh. it was almost like, this. yeah, CM Punk, Chicago star. It was very funny. I, I'm i reaching a little bit, but I love yeah, that t-shirt. I think it's silly. I think it's fun. Those, those cool. are the shots that I enjoy in wrestling. Uh, mm. Yes. There we go. Supersonic likes the needle mover t-shirt. It's awesome. I agree. Anyway, uh, this whole thing, I I had to rewatch this segment. Yeah, I don't. I, I get that. I super get that. It, it had like a weird flow to it, I found. Didn't I last didn't, it, yeah. I, I didn't like it at first. Maybe because the rest of the show had me turned off so much from everything. Else. Like It was the opening it, match and this... And I, I was talking about it too. Pat McAfee was not at his best either last or no. on Friday night. Yeah, it was it was a bit odd. Uh, I felt like in that opening tag match, he was just like throwing Spider-Man references at the wall. But by, by the way, Toby Keith Which, again, is my yeah, favorite Spider-Man. Okay, so that's how that's that's how I kind of started tuning out already because I don't care. I don't care about Spider-Man. Is 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 uh, Sasha Banks in Spider-Man? Or she was she, just at the premiere. She was at the premiere. She's I don't the care. Disney. I don't care I agree. at all about I agree. celebrity culture. And I'm tired of these tie-ins. Like, I, it's just they've made something that like I didn't have a whole high opinion of, <laughs> even dumber by caring so much about celebrity culture that I just like to try to appeal to again more children and teenagers. And I just I don't care. I don't care about any of it. I don't care about Spider Man. I certainly don't care about premieres and who attends them. Like. 
Yeah, mm-mm, I get it. Mm-mm. I'm not, anyway, I'm not yeah, a big person. To... Yeah, a lot of people were into it. A lot of people were big fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of That's Sasha for going, that. It's just it's it. so boring to me. I don't care that Sasha Banks attended a movie premiere. Like that, you're literally yeah. talking about someone just watching a movie. I don't care. By the way, I, I know I know you and I don't think about this, but I'm just gonna leave. I'm yeah. gonna leave this on the table. If you go to a movie premiere and you're all dressed up and you're in, you, everything's in the right place and everything's been tipped and tucked and put into something tight and blah, blah, blah. That, that is the worst possible way to sit and watch a movie. Yeah. You, you yeah, think it's they, awful. Like, you think they close the door and then everyone just kind of like changes into <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you got to sit there. That's, that has got to be the worst possible scenario to sit and watch movies in. Put me in a like a tight suit, and I'm just like, oh, this sucks. Everything sucks. Maybe that's why Siskel and Ebert were here. here. They hated everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Who says I don't care more? <laughs> uh, it's definitely me because I'm my interest in pro wrestling is waning. <laughs> says the I guy with the pro wrestling podcast. <laughs> Pete Dunn. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Just move along. Um, I care about, I care about Pete Dunn. There you go. That's like, like me some Pete Dunn. I know Grayson Waller is your new favorite. Anyway. So Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns have their final, and I had to watch it twice this segment. Uh, and I, I like that they're building this tension and I like that they're, they're, they're getting somewhere. Uh, and then they're like, we're family and we can get through anything because we're blood. And then he says to Heyman, but you, you're not family. And he says, you're not my blood. You disrespect me. You disrespect our entire family. And then says, can I trust you? And all he has to say, all Paul has to say is, yeah, but instead, or sorry, yeah. Uh, but instead he says uh, to, to the question, are you my special counselor, my advocate? He's like, I am not protecting you from Brock Lesnar or whatever. Brock Lesnar from you. I'm protecting, I'm not protecting you, yeah, from I'm protecting you from Brock Lesnar. Yes. Huh. And then he says you're fired. Yeah. Which And then he beats the shit out of him. One super right, punch. One, one punch. Yeah, cuz I mean he's a he's an advocate. <laughs> yeah, he's not a wrestler. Yeah. I'm fine with I was happy with this. Like I you know, cuz they've done the will they won't they for a little while. We knew it was kind of coming. Um And like I'm intrigued by the fact like Brock Lesnar's not full time. So like you'll get Paul Heyman Brock Lesnar for the pay-per-view match. Um, and then I'm curious where Paul Heyman's going to land and, you know, he'll be off TV for a little bit, but I hope they bring him back on with someone. Cause I like him as an on TV personality. And I like when he like picks a guy cause they immediately become very, very famous and very talented. Cause like, this was great. Uh, I am glad that the Roman story is progressing a little more now. Um, you know, there were other opportunities along the way that I think they could have included into this to, you know, build it up a little bit bigger before this turn. Uh, but they're not going to do them. So we're going to do that. Uh, it's fine. It's a good move. So I asked this question because here it is. If it's not a swerve at day one, I think a lot of people are expecting it. I think a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, listen, the, the the idea of the match being Lesnar and Reigns at WrestleMania is on the table uh, as the third match. Is this, is it possible that Reigns and Heyman cooked up this scenario, this swerve to go back to Lesnar to like, where, where does Heyman's allegiance lie? I mean, you know, he was groveling. They did the little like crying into the shoulder type thing. Um, I, it could be a swerve. It could be I, again that I don't think is the most interesting way they could take it. Like, I agree. Like, I, also, I, think, I think we've just seen that stuff from Heyman so many times. And I think that Roman is beyond the point of needing Heyman. The bits that Heyman was doing were getting a little bit sterile, repetitive with it. So I, I'm, I would like to see him move on to someone else and have Roman continue to do something. So let me tell you something. I don't think Paul Heyman's allegiance lies with Brock Lesnar. No. I don't think his allegiance lies with Roman Reigns. I think his allegiance lies with the championship. He holds that thing tight. He just wants to be adjacent to the champion. So one thing you can do, and and, and sorry, let's just also prove this point a little bit further. At Crown Jewel, the story was which side will Heyman fall on? Yeah. And when given the opportunity, he just says, 
figure it out or you do your thing. And he he's looking he's looking at the title the entire time. When he throws that championship into the ring, I think he just thinks I'm going to go with whoever wins, whoever gets that title. I'm I'm the I'm with you, oh blue big title. Well, now you have the opportunity for Lesnar to be like, I don't want you either. Yeah. And have Paul be dejected and leave. Yeah, I learned I learned how to talk and be a funny guy. <laughs> Pretty much. And he's done a great job of of being like when Brock can talk when you're when he's being authentic Brock, not just I'm yeah. gonna kill everybody because I'm a heel Brock. And I and so this is what you do next. Paul Heyman goes away and he brings up Braun Breaker. And it's Breaker and Heyman together. But the problem is, Braun Breaker is actually pretty good on the microphone. Pretty itself. good. Yeah. Like, but I like the idea. Maybe he brings <laughs> Von up Wagner. The, he brings up Van <laughs> they Wagner. They do love Von Wagner. So if, if Solo Sokoa was ready, I would bring up Paul with Solo Sokoa. If he was ready. If he's ready. But again, there's no time limit no. as to how long and, Paul and, has to go away. And this Roman character is going to be his character probably for years to come. Like, I don't think that, you know, he'll take time off here and there, but I don't think that they're going to take this away from him identity wise. They're going to keep it on him and he's going to keep being a big part of this. You know, the Usos might come and go, but yeah. yeah. I see Elliot in our chat being like, I know it is, but I really don't want to see Roman versus Lesnar at WrestleMania. If we're getting it at day one, I mean, we got it at crown jewel. We're getting it at day one. It, makes sense and i use that term with huge air quotes that they would run a trilogy and have the the culmination be at wrestlemania yeah like i, I don't think it's a set in stone thing i think there's other no. possibilities they could go and god knows like vince might just like if that even is his line of thinking right now could change at any moment anyway especially for wrestlemania so i i don't think brock's ever been in an elimination chamber match i know mod dan's in here and i know he's gonna look it up I don't think Brock's been in an Elimination Chamber match, or at least this iteration of Brock since 2012 has been in one. This is the time to put Brock in the Elimination Chamber and make it look real badass. Mm-hmm. That would be excellent. If you want to get the the number one contender at WrestleMania, because I don't want to see Brock win the Rumble. I don't. No, God, no. God, no. No, but again, I think the, the, the Rumble really should be about making somebody, right? Like, or like, you know... Uh, I don't know, like yeah. taking so if if you need to quickly move somebody out of like or lower or mid card position into a main event position, like yeah. even if it's someone who who you know who's done the dance before but needs the boost after some time. Feels like Elimination Chamber this year will happen on Raw and SmackDown, but we'll see because there's no Elimination Chamber pay per view announced. He has not. Brock has not been in an Elimination Chamber. I'm fine with them using the Elimination Chamber to pop a rating. I'm fine with that. They don't yeah. need an entire pay-per-view. You can do no, it. No, again, know. it should just be a match. <laughs> yeah, just God. have it have it be a match on a Raw or a SmackDown and make that a thing. I'm fine with that. I, it would get me to tune in. I think it would get a yeah. lot of people to tune in. Pop I, I would. My eyes would focus a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we can give Shayna Baszler the Rumble, but I don't know what, what that would uh, accomplish at this point. I don't know. We're, we're going to start talking about the Rumble in the new year for now. I think uh, all eyes are on day one, which is smart. Day one. <laughs> You know what? The pay-per-view is selling well. The pay-per-view has a good card. Uh, I'm excited for a lot of uh, a lot of good matches on the card. How do you even measure a pay-per-view selling at this point in WWE world? Well, with ticket the streaming sales. setup. Ticket sales, you're right. Ticket yes, sales, of course. It's in, a, streaming, forgot, yeah. streaming doesn't matter as much because no, yeah. they're paid. They're getting paid by, by yeah. NBC, by Peacock. Uh, and that's a big deal for them. So it's not, not nearly as much of a, of a big deal. Yeah, and again, like, I don't know, if I was going to a WWE event, it'd be a pay-per-view, so. Yeah, well, you know what? You and that's pay-per-view with us. You can always leave us a thumbs up, huh? Oh, that's ah. free. Huh? Ah. Ah. And ah. subscribe to the channel. That's also free. Free 99, ah. and you can leave us a comment. And you can join our Discord channel. It's free. Free 99. Tim. We watched Dynamite. Winter came, and so did we. <laughs> I almost did it without laughing. No. They opened with the <laughs> world championship match. Yeah, that was a surprise to me. I was like, oh, it's going the time limit. <laughs> Once it happened, I said exactly that. I yeah. said, oh, crap. I, I I've been I have literally, this for a while. I have literally been in this spot before, <laughs> and I've watched this happen. 
Uh, yes. Hey man, Adam Page versus the Americanson Dragons and Danielson Bryanson. Bryanson Danielson. I'll never get it right. Even when I do the fake thing, I'll never get it right. They go sixty minutes. They go the full Monty. They, they go, go full the Broadway. Distance. They go the distance. It is Wangman, but now it's Drawman. There's disgust from Tim. He doesn't like my jokes, which is normal. Uh, Danielson's cocky as hell. And it's good. He's doing the push-ups. He's doing the, the jumping jacks. He goes to do the yes. And a convenient and way to pace a one-hour match. That's <laughs> very much so. Okay. Um, because we don't do beat by beat because that's not what the show is. No, I don't think we could with this. Not with this. I will say this. as The, the match, excellent. Yeah, really yes, good match. It's really good. It was match. very good. Very, very, very good. I enjoyed it. It was paced like it was going to go to go an hour. It yeah. absolutely was. It's not like they were ripping it full sprint for an hour like i like danielson working on the knee i like that there was good yeah. storytelling i like that there was actual like match storytelling the blood actually added to a match for a change mm-hmm. which i appreciated uh i think hangman getting bumped into the into the the the, the ring post you know you know in AEW, uh the the ring posts aren't rounded they're uh, they're square, and therefore it's oh, the hardest part of the ring. You don't say. Oh, yes. Oh, that makes it the hardest part of the ring. That now makes I didn't it the know hardest that, part of the that, ring. That uh, sphere versus, I guess, what is it? What is a square? A prism? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, it's I don't gonna know geometry a, anymore. Next, wrestling be, has ruined that part of my brain. It's going to be a pentagram next. That's going to be your your next ring post. Mm. Uh, so again, like the the match is really fun. One thing that I absolutely despised. The amount of commercial breaks. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone did. That was just a constant <sighs> refrain on, on at least my Twitter feed. It was just like, ad, ad, ad. But that's that's every television program now to me. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't watch actual TV outside of wrestling. And it's just constant ads. Yeah. And then it just... I started seeing ads after seven minutes. First of all, like they did the first 20 minutes, it looks like without ads, which was great. I, I appreciated that. Yeah, but and again, then, it's, a, it's a one hour paced match. So yes. the first 20 minutes are the least interesting. Like, yeah. So they, they, they definitely didn't plan it as it should have been. But uh, in the end, we go to a draw. We go to a time limit draw. Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. Sorry, I'm never going to get it right. Brian Danielson is still undefeated. Technically, he's whatever oh and two because kenny and him had the the time limit draw at grand slam and uh i'll take for music and moonsaults or pal chris saying i don't like 60 minute matches in general 60 minute match with no winner is a tough sell for me all that said it was a very good match i saw chris use that same uh that same line with other people on the internet and get unjustly i don't i'm gonna say attack just disagreed with i agree with that no me too like i i this just smacked of Brian Danielson ego to me. Like I don't. But but again, we're gonna. I'll go back. He's not the type to do the the politicking brother, which I didn't think. But it's just like why just lose a match already? So it's not that. Let me tell you. Like make this guy. He's it, look. Daniel hey, hey, Bryan hey, has had a career. Like brother, anyway. hold on. Hold, you are first of all getting worked, brother. Good like it what happens at the first of every year in AEW? i don't know <laughs> no no think about it think about it what happens to the records every first of the year oh the records reset the records Ooh. reset who has had a time limit draw with brian danielson kenny omega former champion and person on temporary leave kenny no omega. hangman hangman uh- so Hangman oh, and Kenny have oh, both now. had time limit now. draws. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Danielson continues to say, you didn't beat me. I went the full limit, but you couldn't beat me. H- Hangman can say, I beat Kenny. But he can't say that he beat Danielson. Oh, we're gonna and he do, can't okay. say that Dan- and Danielson can't say he beat Paige. There's a, there is a triangle going on, and there is a battle of the belts coming up. And that's early, early January. That is the first week of January. So as... Things reset, they don't in terms of fuse, but they do in terms of the numbers in AEW. There is room there for Danielson and Paige to go again, hopefully not do another draw, because I agree with you, I do not need another draw. But to have a, this match must end. This match is, you know, that must be pinfall, must be submission, whatever. 
Just make it. It's going to be the entire episode of Dynamite. <laughs> so, so Battle of the Belts is a one-hour show. Oh. And I'm gar- I am I mean, listen, the talk is, and I agree with it, if it's happening, that there will be a buy-in or some sort of YouTube show, like a pre-show, for the, the, for the, the TBS special. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. You can do a no-time limit match. That works, too. Either Didn't, way, the idea it, it carries here, on into YouTube and lasts all of a fortnight. Well, you, you could, or you could have it open up on YouTube and carry it into the end of Battle of the Belts. Not the end, but the beginning of Battle of the Belts. I don't know what yeah, your main the, event the, is. Impact that did that, yeah. Yeah, they did it with BTI. That's a good yeah. point. They did it with the, the 60 minute Iron Man match with uh, Josh Alexander and I want to say Trey Miguel, but I can't remember for sure. I can't remember Trey. either, yeah. Either way, that is, that's the point. You're, you build into something new. 60 minutes is a long ass time to have that match. And it, again, good match. It was good. It was like, it was really good. It's just, it's like, I don't know. Just, it was a very much a, a shit or get off the pot feeling from me when it came to doing another Danielson uh, time limit draw. Oh, right. Was, That's why we forgot. Yeah. yeah it, was, <laughs> it was Theodore James Perkass. Uh, yeah. So listen, I think that there's some, there's, there is a story here. There is a triple threat that could happen, but Kenny's not coming back that quickly. That's what I mean. Like it's not. Yeah. But again, there is, there's somewhere to go. I still think Hangman should have a match with like Miro at Battle of the Belts. Yeah. We'll Be see. With me. We'll see. <laughs> Our sentiments. Exactly. Not about Miro, about, about- perk ass. <laughs> uh, so again, of just a, a very good match. And then we move on. We do Wardlow and Matt Seidel in a match that you famously were like, why are we doing this? This is dumb. Well, now you know why they did it. Squashy squash. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, eventual squash. And then Chair Pervert got his preversions out. He was very Chair Perverty. Mm. Wasn't he? Just I think he's listening. Chair? I think he's heard it and he's he's just adopting it into his identity. Noted Chair Pervert Sean Spears. Grabs the mic, gets a phone call, legitimately gets a phone call, by the way. Like, is, I, did you see the, the, the camera going off and the light? That is a legitimate phone call that he got. Good on him. It's very funny. It's from MJF. MJF's like, hey, go get the champagne for the MJF post-match celebration. There we go. Laying it on a little thick for me, but that's fine. I mean, they ended up... Uh, Doing it exactly that way because in the dynamite, we'll go to the other stuff. Let's just go to the diamond ring final. MJF Dante Martin, MJF gets the win. I told you, <laughs> told you it was a possibility. It happened. I was I hoping it's, for it, more. it is novel. A three peat is something else, but yeah, I was also like, I was expecting more. I was expecting Dante to get the win. Um, if the, like all this did was get us to FDR and MJF versus Sting and Darby Allen and uh, Punk. But that I, I guess that was the thing. They shut the lights off again just Everyone for does. Sting and Punk. It's like, oh. It's Sting! I guess the only person who comes on winter is Sting. Hey, man, if you want a winter is coming, Sting is your man. He'll come all over your winter. Sure will. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so Sting, Darby Allen, and CM Punk. CM Punk wearing the best possible t-shirt you could wear in Texas. Yep. Loved it. They're going to take on FTR and MJF. MJF wins the Dynamite Diamond Ring once again. Uh, Dante Martin shows out once again. Doesn't get the win, though. Not happy about that. No, he's never going to ascend. (laughs) The worst. Where's Leo Uh, Rush? Where was Leo Rush? Just not there. Yeah, where was any of that? Like, it just, it didn't, like, it's just, okay, we're just doing this triple threat. I think a lot of people were confused by the six-man tag. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I didn't love it. Again, I don't think you need to turn off the lights to bring Sting. Uh, I don't think you need to bring turn off the lights to bring anyone who's not named Sabu. So that was just <laughs> kind of weird. It's just yeah, <laughs> it's never Sabu. It's never going to be Sabu. Why do you keep turning off the lights in expectation for Sabu? Women's match: Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida. I loved it. I yep. really enjoyed this Excellent. match. Excellent. Very good. Uh, they went ham. I like that throughout the match. They used the finishes from their last two matches as potential finishes for this match. And of course it ends with Sheeta doing the jackknife pin, having one leg in the air. That's cool. Good, good match. Just solid. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like this, this lived up to my expectations quite a bit. Brody King potentially joining the house of black. What are your thoughts? You saw that promo. Yeah, I'm sure. 
You're just ready for. Who, I don't know who Brody King is, so <laughs> he big, he big, he bad, he good. Okay, that's good. I can, I would enjoy that. It would be nice to have the House of Black have any sort of meaning, since again, a, a house with a single man in it is just kind of sad. <laughs> Current PWG Tag Team Champions Malachi Black and Brody King. Cool. Uh, along with current, uh, what is it, AAA Tag Team Champions, FTR, along with soon-to-be uh, current uh, ROH Tag Team Champions, the Briscoes, all in AEW. They are becoming the hit, the Forbidden Door. Oh, and then the Good Brothers are somewhere, and they have that tag title, so the Impact tag titles. So every, everything's coming through AEW, but no one's coming to AEW just yet. Uh, the What do you think Griff Garrison and Malachi Black next week? And you've got, what's his face? Brian Pillman being like, oh, hell no, you don't. What are we doing? Our sister. She's not here with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's spitting her eye. Like, what do, they, what do you want them to do? They're going to have a pandemic. Match. Still a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, this isn't a breakup. They're not teasing a breakup. Griff Garrison no. is probably going to get the crap beat out of yeah, him by Malachi. Yeah, he's going to die. <laughs> and it'll, it'll be the debut of Brody King and then, Brian Pillman will try to save his tag team partner. He'll get beat up and then we'll do the match again. Let's say Rampage. It'll be Brody yep. King's in-ring debut against Griff Garrison and uh, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman, actually. And then you have Julia Hart join the House of Black as well. Oh, man, I'd be so into that. That sounds way better. Do that. Yeah, she, Just do that. Show up. Black lipstick, murder the boy. She's going to dye her hair black with an yep. X. That sounds cool uh, to me. I don't should just go there and be like, yeah, well, yeah, turns out getting spit in the eye is my thing. <laughs> so. Oh no. Turns out I like being spat on. Oh no. Oh. And if Didn't you Anthony don't like Bowen's get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Bowen's with the tweet after that was just like, oh, when it happens to her, it's fine. But when I say things, I was like, oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Don't say that. People are gonna get all over you on that. The fiendess Julia <laughs> Do it. Oh, that's fine with me. Uh, let's move over to Rampage. Rampage had so many people. How many? The Young Bucks, Adam Cole, Bay Bay, and the infamous Bobby Fish versus the Best Friends and Rocky Romero. That was an eight-person tag. We also had a 10-person tag. So that is 18 people, another two for the women's submission match, 20 people on the show. Was that enough for you? Yeah. <laughs> the gang wars are really coming on strong lately. Uh, it, it's good. The, the opening match was basically like, hey, hey, you remember that Trent can wrestle. You remember that. <laughs> it's uh, true. And, and eventually, I think next on Dynamite, I think it's Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy. Yes, for the giant debut of Kyle O'Reilly. Very much like a phone. Oh, yeah. And of course, there's the Cody and the American Top Team. So oh, that's yeah. Another, Dan, Dan that's another four back, guys. So yeah. 24 people on Rampage. I get it. I mean, listen, you have to do that because you have spent the first hour with uh, two people in the ring. So. Well, and that set up another six man tag. Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right. So this was Friday. They started with the A-man tag that we talked about. Fish and the Super Click, Adam Cole, Bebe, and the Young Bucks taking on Orange Cassidy, Rocky Romero, Chuck Taylor, and Trent, and Wheelie Utah's there. And so is they did uh, the question face. mark thing again. Like the, the uh, Justin Roberts was a Trent. That's, that's I, like, I thought they got rid of. I got that. I thought they got rid of it when they said Trent Beretta, but no, no apparently no. not. I can't keep up. <laughs> Big fan of Taz pronouncing it uh, Trent Beretta. Beretta. Trent Trent Beretta. It's like butter. Can't believe it's not Beretta. Uh, it was a good match. It was a fun match. It was a simple match. It was an eight-man tag with a lot of flippy stuff and a lot of fun. I feel like we're just we're just holding pattern until Kyle O'Reilly shows up. That seems to be what is happening. That's what it feels like. But yeah. not maybe he's not showing up. Bobby Fish takes the pin again. If I were Kyle, if I were Bobby Fish, I'd be like, I don't know if I want to be with these guys if they're just going to let yeah, me I keep die losing. all the time. Yeah. They definitely went hard on Bobby's skull, though. That was painful. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> As one does. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the Lambert segment? Like, it's fine. Did you, I don't yeah. think he was wrong. No. <laughs> like, it just, felt a little like, eh. I'll just read this out. Kind of a point. 
It's like, I, I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to yell into my microphone. No, please don't. Spare me. It's Sunday. It's like, why does everybody suck up to Tony Khan? Like, when he started this company and he said he had a fan first and foremost mentality, he said all matches would be on merit. He pushed the weirdo in the skateboard. That's a face turn, by the way. Uh, then... The guy with the hands in his pocket, still a face turn. And he brought in Danielson and Punk. He's turning the company into a late 90s WCW. Look at Cody Rhodes and all the politicking of Tony Rhodes. That's what it says. That's my notes say, Tony Rhodes. Uh, And then out comes Cody. And then they yank the microphone back and forth like a cartoon. Which was, that was dumb. I'm like, you guys can afford two mics, right? I, it, like it, it just felt I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's, you know, put together like they're starting to fall into the same patterns. Yeah. And, you know, like it's hard writing for this medium. I can't think of better ideas to set stuff up. I really can't. But it's also not my job at all. Um, but like it's starting to be like, OK, we'll do this and then we'll do a six man tag and then we'll lead to an eight man tag. Maybe we'll do a ten man tag and then we'll have the singles match. And it's just like I or another singles match at that point. Like, and it's just. Do you think AEW would benefit from, I'm not going to say like Hollywood writers. Do you think it would benefit from an outsider uh, having some sort of say in the continuity yes. and, and the mat and the match? Yes. A hundred percent of the time. Like, again, you can't just have wrestlers do all of that. There's like, you know, they already have so much to think about. Like, I don't think people, I don't think the wrestlers appreciate how much, like how challenging it is to think about all that stuff all at once, because like, you know, you get used to doing things on the indies and it's not that hard because you're not really telling stories. You go, you're telling stories in the ring and you're doing that stuff with, with one partner or a couple partners. And it's not the biggest thing in the world, but like TV is such a different beast and you need to, you really, you need a, a, a writer's room with like a big board and, and, you know, outline, like just do some outlining and this would all be so much better. Like, I really think if I, was paid to do this, I could do some cool stuff, but it's just, you know, it takes too much actual time and effort. Like, I think it's really neat that Tony Khan will at least have uh, a, a direction. He'll have a map going. Yes. Of how it's, he wants. it's better than WWE half the time. Yeah. So like he, he knows how to get to the point that he wants to make and he knows how to work. Uh, he knows how to start it and he knows how to end it. There's some stuff in the middle that sometimes just gets weird. It gets a little bit lost. Yeah. The and, week to week can sometimes yeah. get. Yeah, there needs to be uh, someone in the middle that has, and it's and it cannot be just the wrestlers pitching. Like there, there can easily be someone who helps out and gets that story better told. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think yeah. some of it is also they're limiting how much they're putting on the screens, and they're doing a lot more in the ring now that they're back on the road. Which I understand. It's just again uh, uh, an exclusively focused touring show. It does not make for great TV. Um, they were doing more interesting backstagers or like prop based gimmicks back when they were limited to Daly's place, and that's kind of fallen off since they gone back on the road. And I, I think you need to mix it up and add a little bit of variety to that. So, yeah. So in that segment, out comes Dustin Rhodes as the men of the year beating up Cody. And then out comes Sim. Do the thing. <sighs> My heart's not in it. Uh, Sammy Guevara. Close enough. And we're going to probably do a six man tag eventually between Cody, his brother, and. We'll, we'll insert, yeah, we'll insert it in post. No, uh, take it on men of the year. Actually, probably not. It's probably going to be Cody and Dustin versus. Uh, page and sky uh i hope so that that makes more sense at least looking at the the rankings just real quick uh so you've got danielson and omega as one and two scorpio is number three and there is no cody anywhere but cody's got the christmas cody championship title match I think Cody's winning on Christmas, Tim. Here's the that's the thing. I thought we were going for a Cody heel turn, given his like hinting at it. But now he's setting up stuff with the men of the year, and I'm real, like, real annoyed about that. I have been told that they are very much still thinking that Cody is a face. And they are perplexed that is as insane. to why he is being they're they're perplexed as to why he's being booed. And they, they, it's just like going once again, proving your point, take your blinders off or have someone without the blinders who can help you write the stories. Cause yes, the story is absolutely right there and doing fake outs to go into the, to the heel tunnel and then turn back to the baby face. That just, that, that 
demeans the audience. If this, if it's changed and they want Cody to turn finally, great. We're waiting on it. But like, it's getting boring to watch the will they won't. Yeah. I'm not saying script things. I don't think that's necessary at all. I'm saying, you know, plot it like they did Spinal Tap and things like that. Set it up like an improv film. Like you, you note down what the beats are so that there's at least some structure and a long-term plan rather than start, finish, nothing in the middle. We'll just do a bunch of multi-man matches. I just had an image in my head. You said like Spinal Tap. Yeah, <laughs> where you know how the, the the chandelier in the center comes up whenever Cody is doing his entrance. I just had a, an image where it's the same thing, but the, it's this big. It's a yeah. tiny one, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like Stonehenge in, in yeah. Spinal Tap. <laughs> Cody just be like, "I gave you the instructions. I gave you the measurements," and then being like, "Yeah, you did it in centimeters, not inches." <laughs> it's just this tiny little chandelier. So oh god anyway so that's i i, I think it's going to be a cody christmas as people have been saying i agree uh yeah it's not self-aware if you don't do the part the audience wants yeah like <laughs> just, you're just you're just being a dork like you're uh, inside jokes uh. it's my favorite uh submission match once again i remind you the penelope ford is excellent as a wrestler and she should get more opportunities to wrestle. She takes on Taikanchi and loses. But again, you're going to lose. You're going to lose to someone who has a lot of finishers. That includes submissions. Just a fun match. Good. Uh, Good I match. Just, I, I want to see more. Yeah. I, I, I want to see Penelope less. Ford. I want to see more Penelope Ford. I want to see more Taikanchi. I don't want to see these four always stuck together. Nope. I'm ready yeah, for that. Yeah. I would, yeah. They can all split off. Yeah. But again... Bunny uses the brass knucks, uses them on Taikanchi after the match, and a Jay Anna runs Jay in with the comes chair. out with the chair. Yeah, it's like, ah, we've done this dance before. Can we blow this off with a street fight and make it a main event on on Dynamite or something one week? Just make it a that big That sounds excellent. Yeah, that would be very, very good if they got you know, do it. First women's main event street fight. Let's go with that. So, anyway. 10 man tag, whole lot going on. You got Eddie Kingston, LAX, and Lucha Brothers taking on. 2.0, Daniel Garcia and the acclaimed. I loved that Max Caster starts up his uh, his rap and then bam gets knocked DF out at the beginning. Smart. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's good work. Uh, again, I do, I don't have a lot to say. It was just a whole lot. And eventually, no, this elevated Daniel Garcia. Yeah, which Daniel Garcia main event. Please winner. continue to do that. Yeah, fine by me. Uh, uh, I would yeah, want to see more of that. Do you want to talk Express, about the post match? Jungle Express comes in. And they're like, oh, a number one contender, kind of. You've got Ortiz, or Santana, I should say, uh, on the ring apron, just kind of watching it happen. And he looks so dejected. Because for months, we've been sitting and waiting and saying, this is time. It's time for LAX. It's time for, for Proud and Powerful to move on from Inner Circle. It's time for them to get their their thing going. Yeah. Time for them to, to get their mojo and get their title shot. And they, they're not getting it. And we're getting Jungle Express, Jurassic Express. That's fine. Just meh. 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 There you go. Christmas. Brass Knuckles on a pole for Lauderdale Street Fight. Fine oh, but where, where the, the chairs got to be involved. <laughs> the chairs do have to be involved. Tables, ladders, and brass knuckles. T-L-B-E-K. Mm. Also, you skip the chairs again. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has chairs, damn it. Yeah, people got to sit. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So again, a fun rampage didn't really do a ton for me other than just a show that was on doesn't stuff was progressed, but nothing was like huge in its progression. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's what it's been. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it's cause we're nearing the Christmas times and they don't want to, uh, uh, go all out. Yeah. Meh. Do you do Jurassic express versus, uh, Lucha Brothers at Battle of the Belts, or do you do it at the first TBS uh, Dynamite? Yeah, do it there. Just throw it on TV. <laughs> and I like this idea. You got to have LAX taking on uh, Lucha Brothers at Revolution. I'm fine with that idea. That's a bigger match, in my opinion. I'm more interested in that. So, especially since Revolution is going to be in Florida, it's it's going to be you know two very popular Latino tag teams going at it. Well, yeah, it just let's do that. I like that yeah. idea. Is there anything else from this week? Oh, next week on Dynamite, there's a whole lot of stuff because it's all a whole right bunch back. of stuff. So much stuff. Yeah. We'll talk about it on Wednesday because guess what? We'll yeah. be back here Wednesday, noon Eastern. We'll be all 
hepped up on goofballs and ready to talk about wrestling like we are every Wednesday and Sunday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. If you're in the UK, it's around 5 p.m., I guess. Uh, Tim. Tell the kids they can find you on the internet. They can find me at Timstone P-T-I-M-B-S-E-O-N-E-P on Twitter. If you're fast enough. <laughs> or you can just slow this down to point five. Don't do that. Don't use those controls, you weirdos. <laughs> I only do it when I want to speed things up to catch up. TimandJoelPod.com, at TimandJoelPod. I'm going to start messing with our Twitter soon and uh, doing some stuff. I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Like the video do that thumbs up thing and share it around with your friends. I cannot tell you how helpful that is to get us into your friends' ears. And we want to be with your friends in their ears. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you on Wednesday. And then we'll say all the happy holiday stuff. Until then, have a wonderful day. Cheers.